Oh, this will be my last you performance. Into King's Live He's already cutting me off. Viewers like you. Thank you. You walked into a McWinder King's, Ooh. a chain of family adjacent restaurants. They are as widespread as they are identical. Even in the smallest of towns with the quietest of townsfolk, you'll be greeted by the faint glow of that blue neon sign with the signature blood red crescent moon sea just off center. With so many convenient locations across the globe, you would assume that McWinder King's was the undisputed top dog in the fast food oh, service man, industry. For 30 minutes. And yet, well, you've never day. seen a commercial, a billboard, an advertisement of any kind. In fact, you sometimes forget what a McWinder King's restaurant looks like, or how the food tastes, or if you've ever been to one before in your life. You may even struggle to picture McWinder King's in your mind at all. But just when the idea has almost faded, point where just when the name McWinder King's finally begins to loosen its grip on your tongue's tip, you feel the cool blue of neon on your neck and the sharp burn of the blood red crescent resting just off your spine. You turn around and suddenly you are washed with the knowledge of what's for dinner. It's live from a dimension near you. You have the chance to walk into a McWinder King's. Now, please welcome your hosts, Samuel Millspar and Jonathan Youngblood. Whoa, man. You're sounding like a wrestler intro. I love it. Yeah, that's what I told him. Did you call it like it sounded super wrestler? Alright, welcome everybody officially to You Walk Into a McWender King's Live, a live show podcast brought to you by Something About Geek Stuff. At any point that audio will stop, hopefully, Jonathan, Okay. please. Alright. Because that's a three minute song that I wanted to give us time to be able to get up here if someone else pressed the button. Okay. Okay, so, hello again everybody, like we haven't been talking for 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh... Quick show of hands, who here is aware of McWinder Kings? Who here has listened to McWinder Kings? Nobody's hand changed, I love it. <laughs> okay, so for those of you that aren't familiar, as the intro said, McWinder Kings is in every town, in every city, in every state of the country. But for some reason, we all can't remember them. And you don't remember it until the next time you decide it's time to eat there. And then you forget all over again. So, Jonathan. Your goal, as always, is to walk into a McWender King's. Get in, purchase your food, eat your food, and exit the McWender King's. Whoa. And I will try to stop you at every turn. That's the scary part. That's the fun part. Depends on whose side of the microphone you're on. A little different. We've already explained that uh, this is a live show. You guys are going to be in charge of the dice, which means you directly control Jonathan's fate. If you guys roll poorly, Jonathan, this may be a short episode. Are you ready? No. Audience. Get set. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Okay. <clears throat> so here is our prompt for our episode, Jonathan. Uh, everybody, if you're looking at your cards in front of you, there is a map of the McWinder King's restaurant. You can follow along with our story. Jonathan is trying to read the business side of the business card. There you go. Okay. Uh, so, if at any point we make mention of any grants, you can follow along on your card. 
Uh, for those listening at home after the fact, it's either on screen or you can find it in the description of the video. Indeed. That's a, that's some good advertising because you can put the QR code on, on the screen too. Fantastic. All right. <coughs> Without further ado, let's get started because we only have an hour. Whoa. All right, Jonathan. Yes. You walk into a McWender King's. Despite the fluorescent lighting flickering overhead that you assume is and somehow running since the mid-90s, the dimness of the room cannot be shaken. The tables are all perfectly spaced for one another, chairs all pushed in the same distance. This isn't a neglected restaurant. However, as your eyes naturally move from the wall stained yellow to the signature purple and blue tile at your feet, you are ambushed with a feeling of asymmetry and a sense of being off balance, as usual grid of colors somehow feels overlapping and misaligned. Ah. In front of you, there is a poster stand featuring the usual McWender King's promotion. The poster is a faded purple and reads, Come try our... and an exclamation point at the end. There is a large empty space below the text featuring what is clearly stolen clip art of an empty plate and you assume someone was in charge of a job that they weren't very good at doing. As you finish your uneasy scan of the establishment, you notice a bored-looking young man waiting to do his job behind the counter. Ah. Start us off, what would you like to do? I'm going straight to the counter. Okay, you walk up to the counter. Standing in front of you is a boy in his late teens wearing the McWender King's purple apron and visor, deep bags under his eyes, and just a look of being over it. Yeah. Need sleep. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Did you call it? You, you, you gonna be alright, buddy? He stands up a little straighter. Uh, yeah, sorry. Slow day. Uh, hi. Welcome to McWender Kings. What can I get you? Uh, what did you call it? I will take a burger. Uh, I'm sorry. I should have pre prefaced here. I can't make you any food right now. Ah. Is there someone who can? Do you know anyone that can get rid of ghosts? What do you mean, ghost? <laughs> the restaurant's been overrun with ghosts for weeks. I can't get a fry cook to come back in here. Customers won't come in. I'm just here because, you know, minimum wage is looking pretty good when you're the only person in a restaurant. You call it, like, how do you get your checks? They send me, every week, they send me this pumpkin in the mail and I have to like cut it open and then it's just sitting in there it's in an why am I talking to you about this like, can you get rid of ghosts or are my I can try awesome uh, there are three ghosts to my knowledge in the restaurant I have a pair of goggles that you may put on and allow you to see them all frankly I got tired of seeing the ghosts so you can take those and do what you can okay so Right. He slides in front of you a pair of purple goggles with the McWender King's logo emblazoned on the front in what you assume is a peel-off sticker. What would you like to do? Uh, I guess put on those goggles. You put on the goggles. The young man in front of you still looks just as tired as he did before. But as you turn around to scan the restaurant, you see three figures. One figure sitting at the HG table. One figure sitting at C3. And then one figure standing right in the middle of the four tables at G6. Okay. These people are translucent. You can see the tables straight through them. And they don't seem to acknowledge your existence. What would you like to do? Let's go over to the one at in between the G6 table. 
in front of the G6 table. So you make your way around to the tables and you see a man standing there with long black and starting to gray hair. He's facing the opposite direction of you and he's muttering to himself. What would you like to do? Hey buddy, want to get out? Oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I... Who are you? I'm a person who's asking you to leave the restaurant. <laughs> well, that seems terribly rude. What? You're kicking me out. You're haunting the place. Do you work here? I don't... The man seems concerned by your sudden accusations of haunting. As you look at him, once ever you notice that he is wearing a business suit. You assume this man is all business. His tie disheveled, a straight black, very professional look. But due to his poor posture, his clothes seem to have wrinkled and become disheveled. Okay, so you gotta buy something or get out. <sighs> Sir, I don't appreciate how I'm being treated here. I don't believe you even work for this establishment, so... If you would stop with your rudeness, I'd like to get on with my day. What is your day? You're a ghost. I... I'm a what? Ah. Hmm. <laughs> I got some news for you, buddy. <laughs> You're about to explain to a man that he's dead. I would love to see how this goes. I'm not even going to make you roll anything, by all means. Well... Just want to see how you work this one out. <laughs> All right, so what do you, what do you do every day? Well, first off, hi. My name is Edgar. Nice to meet you. Always nice to get to know somebody. Indeed. I am a businessman. Huh. I work for a company, and I sit at a desk and crunch numbers all day. Hmm. So you call it? So ha have you called this this company lately? Called. I'm going to go back there in like 10 minutes why do i need to did my boss send you maybe you, you should go out there and check I... sir i do not have time for this i am given very little time to myself every day and i just want to come in here take care of my business and then be on my way back to work okay what's your business man okay you seem nice. Yeah. Confused, perhaps, but I work for a company, and they have a lot of numbers coming in. I give those people somebody to crunch those numbers so the important people don't have to. Okay. So, uh... What do you do, I've got to ask? What do you call it? I harass people who just hang out at restaurants. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> At this point, the conversation has become strained, to say the least. I need a volunteer to be our first roll for the night. In order for Jonathan to continue the conversation, he's going to have to roll a 10 or higher. Our first roll, just give the box a shake, open it up. Whatever the number is on top is going to be Jonathan's roll. What do we got? A 17. A 17. Yeah. Charisma stat. That means that is for you, sir. Bad. Giving away merch. With a 17, Jonathan, Edgar, he's a sigh and says, I imagine someone is looking for you somewhere, and it would be a disservice of me to let you wander the street. So how about we sit down, we can have a talk, and then whoever's looking for you, little guy, they can come <laughs> find you. 
<laughs> I can call my mom over the intercom. <laughs> I'm imagining I'm not going to get much work done today. So Edgar sits down in the chair next to you. Doesn't seem like he's moving. What would you like to do? Did you call it? So, uh, would you call it? What What can I do to help you crunch these num numbers, sir? Well, we can backpedal a little bit. You started talking about ghosts. Huh? What you mean? Uh, he. You called me a ghost. You said haunting. I can't forget that you've accused me of being dead, sir. Did you call it? What do you mean I accused you of being being dead? You're going to pretend this didn't happen. <laughs> what you call? It? All right. Like, like that guy over at the counter, you look tired. You look like the living dead. That's the expression. Oh. All right, I need somebody else. Roll a persuasion of ten or higher to lie to Edgar that you did not call him a ghost. Anybody? So many volunteers. <laughs> Man, the best part of this being a live show, you don't know how many people just raised their hand. <laughs> 18! Yeah! I need to get better dice, because you're having too much fun. Yeah! Okay. I get it. You're not all there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Edgar collects himself for a minute, realizing that you're just accepting this now. Have a seat. So I'm not already seating. Can I get you something? You're just... Is there someone I can call? Do you have, like, a bracelet, something? Some sort of identifier? <laughs> Did you call it? I, I got my, my wallet. I got an ID in there. Oh, that's adorable. Okay, let's see your ID, buddy. <laughs> okay. Did you call it? Let me pull out my wallet and match. Get, get my ID. You go for your wallets. You pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to hand me your actual ID, dude. <laughs> Jonathan has handed me his actual ID. <laughs> Social security number one. <laughs> Okay, so you hand Edgar your ID. And he's confused. So you're not a crazy person? Nah, I'm just a dumb one. <laughs> Edgar sighs back in his seat. Look, alright, dude. If you're here, if you're okay... Yeah? I don't need you taking up my time. I come here to relax. Just take you and your weird goggles and just go bug somebody else. Did you call it? Well, I don't feel like we actually got a Good day, going. sir. And Edgar turns his chair away from you. Huh. Aw. <laughs> you have now annoyed a man in the middle of his afternoon. Mm. Or evening, five to six, Hootabon bookstore. Okay. What would you like to do to proceed? I like to go back to the counter. You go back to the counter, and of course, our friend Henry is sitting there, still looking tired and disinterested. So, did you get him? Nah, I just think I made made one kind of mad. Mad ghosts. Not just one. Just okay. That, yeah, that's better. Thanks. I have three ghosts, and one of them's mad, and I can't get anyone in the building. Yeah, you're a helpful guy. You know that. You got a vacuum? I don't know. Well, I do know what 80s movie you're talking about. I'm not going to say it, but... <laughs> yes, correct. I don't need a... 
need a proton thing or whatever would you call it? I just need a vacuum. No, we don't have a vacuum. I feel like I've asked the wrong person for this job. Like, so, what, what do you actually know about these ghosts? They won't leave. That's it? One of them is an older gentleman. Mm -hmm. One of them is a younger woman. And the other one is, I don't want to say old or elderly. That seems mean. I know I've got this, like, I don't care about anything kind of vibe going, but I still got to be respectful. Yeah. He's up there. She <laughs> called... I was saying that. I got a name. Wait, they talk to you? Yeah. She called not so insignificant and bad for this job, am I? It didn't work. Clearly, he's still here. He's mad at you. <laughs> we had a short conversation, though. Can you say that? I... So what are we here for? What do you What do you need from me? Did you call any... Before you go and annoy the other two ghosts. So... What'd you call it? Would you... There's no exact way to get rid of them besides just... If I knew that, why would I be asking you? Why would you be asking me? <laughs> because I've run out of options and I'm bored. <laughs> Have you tried a vacuum Of later? course not. <laughs> why not? Because I don't get paid enough to do that, sir. <laughs> I get paid to stand behind this counter, take orders, and give food to people. I can currently do one of those things. Okay. Alright, let's... I will try not to annoy the other two ghosts. Henry sighs and kind of rolls his eyes and looks off as if he were dealing with something else, but he's just standing there. <laughs> so, you've talked to Edgar. Thoroughly annoyed him. You see two other ghosts still not aware of your presence. What would you like to do? Okay, so we're, we're going to go to the one at the HG table. The HG table, you see a young woman sitting at the table, minding her own business, gazing out the window. Hey, what's out there? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you there. Um, I'm honestly lost in thought. I'm not particularly looking at anything. Hmm. Can I help you with something? Yeah. Uh, do you call it, um, oh, I'm new to this restaurant. I really just want to know what's, what's going on. I'm feeling pretty dead to the world lately. I feel like there's meaning behind that that I'm not quite following, but okay. Hello, my name's Emily. It's a pleasure to meet you. Ah. And you are... I'm Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, so you said you're new to here and don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, I come in every day. I... Have a seat, look out the window, get lost in thought, write down a couple of my ideas, and go on my way. Hmm. You call it? What'd you write about? Death, mostly. Ah. Sad stuff, some would say. Indeed. What'd you call it? I've always found it fascinating. Hmm. So, if I were to tell you that there's two two ghosts in here, would well, how would you react? A man telling me something that conveniently fits my interest that he had no reason to say before. How would I react to that? Hmm. You tell me. Oh, I'm either wearing these goggles for some reason, or I'm playing Double Dare. Double... what? It's 
old old school game show. <laughs> Never mind that. There's ghosts in this building. <laughs> I'm sure. You want me to introduce something? As long as it doesn't involve me leaving my table, you can introduce whoever you like. What would you call it? I don't want to, like, impose them on you. I feel like you've imposed quite a bit already. Uh, did you call it? Okay. Like, wanna write. Uh oh, stuttering's getting awkward. We uh, need Jonathan to roll a five or higher oh to gosh. continue his conversation. Oh no! <laughs> so many hands to pick from. You there. <laughs> there are so many people. Five or higher. What's the number on top? Three. Gosh darn! <laughs> I will trade you that box for a McWender King's decal. You can put on whatever you want. Except the toasters. Don't put them on toasters. No particular reason. I just have to add stipulation. So, you have failed to convince Emily that you see ghosts in the restaurant, and she kind of shifts her body back toward the window and says, Jonathan, sir, with all due respect, I believe I will get back to my pondering. Hmm. Okay. What do you call it? So, if I do bring a ghost back here, can we start this back up again? At this point, I believe she would be ignoring you. Ah. Uh. Okay. That's what you get with the three. Don't get mad at me. Huh? Fair. Uh, so you have one spectral figure still in the restaurant. You have Henry, Edgar, who have you you have thoroughly annoyed. Emily, who you have thoroughly annoyed. <laughs> I didn't do too much to annoy, annoy her, though. You I... rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> what that entails will leave to the audience's imagination. Fair, fair. Okay, so... We're gonna go to the C3, I think? Correct. Okay. Going to C3, bottom of the map, everybody. Sitting there is an older gentleman with a thick mustache wearing an all-white suit, black tie. Looks like a certain fast food mascot that we cannot reference. <laughs> and he is pondering a newspaper. Well, I do declare. How do, how do you do? <laughs> You're just determined to make people <laughs> mad today, aren't you? <clears throat> the man looks at you and says, uh, <clears throat> Now what's all this then? Ah, did you call it? Just near the restaurant. I wonder if anybody knew what's good on the menu. My son, I don't exactly know why you're coming to me with this question, but uh, I do consider myself a worldly man. If there's anything that I can enlighten for you, I'd be more than happy to do so, but I don't think I know enough about this uh, restaurant to... I, son, I've got to ask, what is with the goggles? Huh? Did you... Why does everybody, like, question goggles? They are ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> well... It's not often... I don't understand the used fashion today, but it's not often that I see you kids running around wearing giant visual apparatus on your eyes. Oh, okay. Should we call it? I don't know. Why are you dressed up? I I can have the goggles for my fashion statement. Why, sir, this is a working man's outfit. I could be working on safety things. 
Those don't have lenses. What do you mean they don't have lenses? Like, if I put my finger through these, will they like touch? As you're tracing your <laughs> finger over the goggles, this <laughs> gentleman looks at you with both concern, confusion, and bewilderment. Huh? Did you call it? But in any case, they are my fashion statement. But besides that, I'm trying to make friends. Let's let's be friends. Typically, friends introduce themselves, son. Hi, I'm Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Mark. Ah, oh, nice to meet you, Mark. What do you do? I work on different nautical expeditions, you could call it. I'm a businessman that will work with river boats, ocean boats, anything that goes out to sea and they need supplies, they come to me. Hmm. Okay. No, I'm not a pirate. <laughs> I, it's nothing against you, son. I get asked that quite a lot. I need to specify I have not, nor will I ever be affiliated with piracy. Two chicken? <laughs> Ask him the hard <laughs> I understand the similarity, son. That was very funny. However... <laughs> I don't appreciate <laughs> the criticisms of my chosen work attire. Fair, 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 fair. But, did you call it? So, what, what's the usual day, day like for you? Well, typically I do my business out on the docks, shaking hands, passing off the crates that I need to pass off. I come here to settle down, typically have a cup of coffee, and read my newspaper for the day before I head back out for the night shift. Hmm. I don't sleep a lot. Ah, really? Hmm. No rest for the dead. I'm sorry? Huh? <laughs> Dude, you're determined. <laughs> I don't believe that's quite how that uh, idiom goes, my friend. Did you call it? Well, you're not a wicked man. <laughs> the dead tired. <laughs> Hard-working man deserves rest. I suppose you have a point, but I do feel that I have a duty to the people of the docks, and when that duty is done, I suppose I might consider retirement. However, I've been doing this for 35 years. I don't feel as though I need to stop now. Hmm. Pause for a minute, because I just watched somebody rear-end someone. <laughs> That's why we don't parallel park in the city. <laughs> Just that dude par parallel parking right there in front of the shop. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to hold the conversation with you, pretending to be this southern gentleman into his winter years. However, big bump. I like your confidence. Yeah. You don't hit the curb like three times. All right, focusing back in, we have. Mark here, a little confused about why the two of you are speaking. Now, son, I've done told you I don't have any recommendations for you. If there's anything that I can help you in terms of dock work, please feel free to talk to me again. However, unless you have a business deal or a point to make, I would like to get back to my paper. Okay. I have a business deal. I'm listening. All right. So, I'm thinking... I want to go into the drink, 
drink business. Oh my god. You want to go in it? Now, so I don't know what you've heard about the docks, but it is not drinking water. Yeah. Did you call it? You got workers out there. Did you call it? Why not? Refresh them with nice, nice drinking beverage. Now, see, product's something I can work with if you roll a ten or higher. Can I get a volunteer? <laughs> Convince this man that the crazy person wearing goggles in front of him is, in fact, a drink tycoon. A 16. These people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> now, had you said you were an eccentric tycoon, I would have understood and forgiven the goggles, son. Now, what kind of product do you have for me? I have, do you call it, space orange. I have suddenly lost interest in your product. Can you explain to me? Space orange. I don't... Did you call orange it? juice? Orange pop? What are we... It's, it's an orange energy drink. Do you call it... Use an orangutan on, on, the, on the box. Do you call it... What do you... Huh? We Continue. Send, I'm bewildered, <laughs> but I'm listening. We sent monkeys into space. Did you call it... So, you, you have, like, the energetic... Monkey who's patriotic. Is this a product you have, son, or a product that came to you in a fever dream? I'm looking for investors. Now, son, I said I was a businessman, but that doesn't mean I hand money to crazy people. <laughs> and I like to keep things gentle, but I also like to be blunt. I do believe you are a crazy person. So. <laughs> You're talking about out of space and primates and somehow this is gonna work with me making deals at the docks yeah what'd you call it you know what ships i did not mean spaceships <laughs> did i need to clarify that for you we can swap up the branding we can, we can go you go you know what scuba diver seahorse you're saying words now but i'm not quite <laughs> sure how they're connected mascot <laughs> Do you call it products? <laughs> Bottom lines. Do you call See, things I can sell, merchandise, <laughs> goods. What do you have in a crate that I can give to somebody for money? Other you than this barrel of monkeys you're trying to sell. <laughs> Ooh, barrel monkeys. You can have that one for free. Next one's going to cost you. Okay. So, I say we go in and on a bus business together with barrel monkeys. Would you call it? You put the energy drinks in barrel-shaped containers. All right. And then, do you call it, whenever someone wants to go on an expedition or something, you, you just hand them a creative, like, aquatic orange. You hear from behind you Henry with more passion than he's ever said. You are, you know these conversations are supposed to get rid of them, right? <laughs> You have been talking for a long time. <laughs> like, I don't mean to tell you how to do the job I won't, dude, but let's wrap it up. <laughs> okay, sir, you've been dead. Are you talking to me or the ghost? I don't... The, the ghost! Henry, you're very alive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And Henry goes back to whatever it is he's doing. You hear scuffling behind you, but you imagine it's nothing productive. Yeah. Now, son, who is it that you're yelling at now? Are you yelling at the boy behind the counter? No, I'm yelling at you. I'm, I apologize to tell you, sir, but you are dead. I'm what now? 
I'm using these goggles to see you. If I take take them off and I explain explain this to you, you will be still be dead. Now, son, I've been called a lot of things in my time. I'm not exactly a well-liked man. Being in business, that'll happen. But I can assure you that anyone that has called me dead has had a revolver to back it up. Now, if you're trying to handle this in a non-gentlemanly fashion, I can be so inclined. However, if you're going to make such accusations, I do expect you to endorse them. Okay. Go over, over there. Let you call it to the counter. Did you call it? Try to order something. He now, son, I'm not worried about the counter. I'm worried about you're making accusations on my character. I believe you are threatening me to cut in on my bottom line with this weird primate-based energy drink that you've been selling. Did you call it? We swapped it to, to a seahorse. I told you that. But Mark is going to swing at you. <laughs> Mark stands up from his chair and swings a right hook. I'm going to need somebody to roll a ten or higher to dodge. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, wait. There's so many people fighting over the box. The audience is huge. It's amazing. Guys, calm down. We need a 10 or higher. What do we have? A 12. A 12? Yeah. Thank you, Dad. Dodged. Mr. Youngblood coming in, saving his son. Jonathan, you are able to dodge back. As Mark stumbles forward, he gains his composure. You have a moment while he's getting himself together. What would you like to do? Sir, I am not threatening you. I'm saying you have already been threatened and, and probably dead. He takes a left <laughs> swing at you. We need another 10 or higher. Anybody that's willing to walk the long distance through the crowds, I would <laughs> greatly appreciate it. Whoa, okay. What? Coming from the back. Give, her, give him room. Give him room. 10 or higher. Oh. 19. 19. <laughs> Can I do one of those flips from Spider-Man? <laughs> sure. Jonathan somehow does an absolute flip and is able to dodge and is now a good distance away to avoid one of Mark's punches. Okay. Now, boy, you didn't tell me when we started fighting <sighs> that you were some kind of acrobat. <laughs> I do believe a gentleman would have made that point clear beforehand. <laughs> okay, can you stop swinging at me now? Now, son, you've made threats on my life twice now. Either I'm falling or you're falling. One of us is not leaving this restaurant, as you call. And he stands up, collecting himself, and charges at you. Ah, gosh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm heading over towards, towards uh, what you call it, what's-your-face table. <laughs> uh, over to Emily. All right, so you would like to move toward Emily. We're going to need, let's do 12. 12 is fun. 12 or higher. That's a six. Why? <laughs> I had a really good plan. <laughs> As you are mourning the loss of your good plan, you are tackled into the tables by Mark. You fall forward, a chair falls to the side, not making much noise, but still causing a bit of a disarray in the restaurant. What would you like to do? You have a very angry, very old dock worker on top of you. Emily! <laughs> Emily! Look over here! I have a ghost! <laughs> 
You're crying out for Emily as suddenly a right hook from... We can, we can call him a captain at this point. <laughs> captain Mark hits you square in the jaw. Ah. What would you like to do? Can you stop doing that? <laughs> Left hook again. We're going to make it five or higher to dodge. Okay. I like making people walk. Anybody? Appreciate I'm it. Over myself for a chance. He's so excited. What do we get? 14. Yay. Jonathan is able to dodge the punch, and you get a chance to shout out again. What would you like to do? Okay. All right. Uh, Emily, please, this man is going to hurt me. <laughs> <sighs> what is going on? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Sir. And Emily stands from her table and walks over to you and Mark and says, Sir, please, I don't know what this simple boy has done, but let's... Get off of him. And she gently pats Mark on the shoulder, and he looks up and realizes he is in the company of a lady. And as a proper gentleman does, he gets up and adjusts his tie and puts out a hand to help you up. What would you like to do? <laughs> There's lots of things that I would want to do, but for the productiveness. What are you going to do? I'm going to take his hand and go. As you take it. Mark's hand, he pulls you up and then sucker punches you one last time and says, I do believe that makes us even, son. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I never threw a punch at you. <laughs> Perhaps that'll be a lesson to you not to make threats on people's character. Now, ma'am, I do apologize for that act of violence that you had to bear witness to. My name is Mark. It's a pleasure to meet you. He offers his hand to Emily. Emily, of course, takes his hand cautiously and shakes it says emily it's a pleasure what did he do she seems to be on your side despite your annoyance yeah okay so uh as you call it these goggles are the sea ghosts right you mentioned that earlier indeed he's a ghost if i may say so please do not hit me again sir The man I just shook hands with and spoke with is a ghost. Yes. He's also sucker punched me. <laughs> you got sucker punched by a ghost. Do we actually know how ghosts work? Have you met a ghost? According to you, I've met one just now. Hello again, Mark. Yes. But you caught. <laughs> they can sucker punch, apparently. Indeed. So, I'd like to raise a question to you. Yes. If you can see Mark, mm -hmm. why can't I see Mark? I may have not mentioned that you're a ghost, too. Ah, of course. So I'm a ghost. He's a ghost. And the only person that can talk to us other than each other is the crazy man wearing goggles. I'm pretty sure what you call it, like, the dude at the counter can. They both lean past you to look behind you and then look back. Don't tell me to do it at the counters is ghost. <laughs> oh my freaking gosh. <laughs> is he the one that gave you the goggles? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure that the employees aren't messing with you? Did you call it freaking? <laughs> is there an employee there right now? There's an employee there behind their counter, yes. Okay. 
why you're running around in purple goggles yelling about ghosts, we're not certain, but there's somebody there. Oh, did you call it? Oh, you try on the goggles. What do you see? I don't want to put on those goggles. I can, like, see if he has, like, a second pair. I don't want goggles, Jonathan. Did you call I, I don't particularly want goggles either. No one asked you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> you don't punch me like three times now. I'm not, not asking you questions anymore. <laughs> well, it seems that we've both come to the consensus that neither one of us are wearing goggles. So, okay. what can we do to get you to leave us alone? So, did you call it Henry over there? Once you add, add place, so did you call it? Maybe you can, you can talk talk to him, and say say like, "Yo, we're not we're not bothering anybody. We're just just hanging out." And does Henry think we're ghosts? Did you call it? You can ask him. <laughs> That's not. I'm not. What'd you call it? If I'm I not going so. to walk up to a stranger and say, "Excuse me, do you think I'm a ghost?" Did you call? You just. Asked me indirectly to do so. <laughs> because you've been running around yelling at ghosts and starting fights for the past 20 minutes. Gosh. Beca because I was asked by, by Henry to do so. I see. Well, it sounds like this is a matter for you and Henry to discuss. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Please. One of you talk to Henry and we can end this quite promptly. Either you, you go to Henry and you go like, hey, Henry. We're not bothering anyone. And Henry goes like, okay, cool. And then I can get my food. Mm -hmm. Or, did you call it, you go over there and Henry totally ignores you. Mm -hmm. And you get the confirmation that you're ghosts. So I'm meant to go with the crazy man. No, you don't even have to go with me. <laughs> We're going to need a real strong 15 or higher on this one. So many people, I can only make this joke so many times. Awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What do we get? Uh, four? Uh, <laughs> a four. <laughs> wow. I don't think anyone will be talking to Henry today, Jonathan. I'm willing to be patient because you're clearly needing some friends right now okay so here's what we're gonna do would you call it i've i've tried to talk to everybody in here would you call it discuss discuss this promptly very seriously that there's a possibility that you you all might be dead but i've been punched i've been been ignored so you know what i'm about to do okay i'm about to fight mark <laughs> <laughs> Mark, bring it on! We're actually about to fight now! Oh my gosh, if you don't leave! <laughs> I'm going to say Mark adjusts himself, straightens his tie, fixes his suit coat, opens his suit coat, and reveals a revolver. <laughs> now, son, I wasn't having it come to blows because clearly there's something in the head that's not quite connecting for you. But I don't take these kind of threats of my life or the life of this young lady lying down. So let me tell you what we're going to do. Yeah. 
You're going to walk outside. Walk out with me, Mark. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, why don't you call and shoot a guy in broad daylight? Police will be here on the spot. Let's go! Let's go! Intimidating, Mark. Let's do... You've been punched three times by Mark, so 10 plus 3, 13 or higher, if you would. Yeah. I got five. Dang it! <laughs> Please, Mark. Am I about to kill shot. you in a live show? Is that a level we're willing to go? You can do a non-fatal shot. I could, but that wouldn't be fun. What's our time looking like? <laughs> Alright, so we have got 15 minutes to fill. I'm going to let him shoot you in the foot. So, you hear the sound of the hammer going back, and then you feel sharp pain, followed by a loud banging sound. Jonathan, you have now been shot in the foot. Okay. As you fall to the ground, what would you like to do? Did you call it? Which foot? Which foot? Right foot. We got a left, we got a right. Somebody outvote him. Left. Left it is. Jonathan, you've been shot in the left foot. You're falling down. Okay. Why, why you gotta pull out a gun, Mark? What do you call it? We didn't have to come to this. I just wanted you to talk to a single person. Why do you, why do you gotta... After the gunshot and you're lying there, Henry runs forward. Dude. What happens? Ghosts have guns, apparently. Ghosts have guns? Ghosts have guns! That is terrifying! Yeah! You're, like, actually bleeding. Indeed! So, what you call it? You got another method! I don't have a ghost gun, no! Are they, like, is he gonna shoot me? Am I okay? I don't know. They're just, like, they don't want to talk to you. Jonathan? Yeah? Emily speaks up, finally. I believe you're going into shock. And it might be from the pain, it might be from the blood, but I'm going to need you to stop screaming, calm down. Mark and I have discussed, and he's okay, he's put the gun away. We're going to wait, and then we're going to have a doctor come out and take a look at you. Like, do you have a phone or something? We've, we've made calls, you're okay. Who are you calling? We've called 911, the doctor's coming, it's alright. Who makes calls, like... House calls to, like, a restaurant. Dude, what are you talking about, Henry says. <laughs> okay, so, apparently, they called called 911 because ghosts can do that. Emily pats you gently on the shoulder. So is, there, is there a doctor in the house? He's, he's still screaming. Nobody reacts. E Edgar looks and Henry <laughs> kind of look goes back to what he's doing. I don't think Edgar's particularly interested in what you're doing. Did you call it? Henry, right now I need 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 you to know. What did you call it? I need me to know because I'm shot in the foot. Are you a ghost right now? How does? So what you call it? Either they're ghosts or you're ghost. Someone's a ghost in here, and I don't want to get shot one more time. <laughs> Look, dude, I just watched somebody get shot by a ghost. <laughs> They, they didn't prepare me for that with the movies. I don't know what's going on. Homie, 
They like, think you're a ghost. <laughs> so they can't see me. Yes. And they can see each other. And you can see me. Yes. So you know that if I can see you and you can see me and I can't see them, that makes them ghosts. What you call? What do you? How does that make sense? Are you Jonathan, a vampire? Why are you shouting? Emily says, kind of leaning onto you again, patting you, trying to calm you down while waiting for this doctor to supposedly come. Okay. So, uh, what do you call it? The shock is still here. So I'm, I'm just gonna yell, yell for a bit. Like, just, just let, let me yell, yell out my pains. <laughs> what do you call it? The colonel over here shot me in the foot. <laughs> what do you call it? Now, son, I don't hold military rank. I do apologize for letting the t my temperament get the better of me. I have been explained by Miss Emily that you might not be a full set of uh, crowns in the crown box here, so. Shut up! You shot me! I don't. Who. If I'm insane, who, who just goes like, you know what? Someone who hasn't a attacked me once is. I'm, I'm just gonna pull out my gun. <laughs> What'd you call it? You basically took me down earlier. You sh you knew you could take me down with your fist. I'm like, no. Just shoot, shoot me in the foot. Henry looks at you. I have no idea what's happening. Okay. So. Hey, you, you two, I'm going to sh yell and shop for a moment. All right. Okay. Okay, then. So, I was shot in the foot. Right. I got that. What did you call it? I'm upset with, with the one who shot me in the foot. I'll be honest. When I sent you out on this mission, I did not expect you to get shot in the foot and for take this long. Like, if we were recording a situation, I would really want it to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... I can call a doctor for you, or... No, they, they already got a ghost doctor on the way. What is a ghost doctor? I don't know! Apparently, there's one other way. Dude, I'm gonna go to the back. <laughs> you stay here. Keep the goggles on so you can talk to the ghosts. If a ghost doctor can fix you, whatever, but I am just going to go take care of you for real. No, come back! <laughs> All right, you've got to convince Henry to stay. Let's do... You have been shot. You can't move. Fifteen. Whoa, calm down. They're fighting over it. Oh my gosh. Sixteen. Thank you, and how kind of you to come and help us during the live show. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. No, go ahead. Take the sticker. It's all right. So, you got a sixteen, and Henry says, all right, let me go grab my phone. I'll come back, and I'll stand right here with you, buddy. As long as you promise the ghost isn't going to shoot me. Ghost's not gonna shoot you. He can't see you. Fair enough. <laughs> Henry walks away confused for a moment. You're still ghost shot, I guess is what we'll call it. I'm gonna be super angry if I could just put the goggles on Henry and have these have this dumb conversation. Oh my freaking! Now gosh. wait a minute. There's an idea. But for now, you've got Mark, Edgar, and Emily in front of you. What did Edgar want? <laughs> Edgar's disinterested, but he's here. He's an option. Whoa, what happened to you? <laughs> Edgar's again, he saw it and thought, nope, nope, not my place. Not my place. I'll be over here. Yo, Edgar, how much is my hospital bill going to cost? Let's crunch those numbers. <laughs> Has your insurance, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I went into a low-budget cheap restaurant i'm probably gonna get the get the cheapest thing off the dollar menu uh, what? 
So no insurance, then. Yes, that is what I'm implying. I am broke. <laughs> very well, very well. <clears throat> a lot. Don't even have to crunch numbers. A lot. As you and Edgar are continuing this conversation... No, yeah, come on in. Come on in, it's fine. No? Okay, he's starting to... <laughs> I almost had another audience member. I don't know how we'd fit him in here, but he thought about it. He read the sign. So as you're having this conversation, Henry comes back with his phone, and he says, Okay, I've called the cops. I didn't tell them it was ghosts, so we'll have to explain that when they get here. They're not going to believe me. They're going to shoot me, too. I, I, said that, <laughs> I said that you were shot and that they ran off, all right? We can explain the ghost thing when they get here. Right now, we got to get you help, man. I, I've... I have put way too much on you for you to just be a dude that walked into a McWender Kings, okay? okay? That's my bad. I'm sorry. What can I do to help? Put on these goggles, please. No. Oh my freaking gosh! Henry, ask this one favor. Please, just do this. Anything. Large soda. Anything else. <laughs> Henry's looking around. Uh, can get you... Uh, I'm going to slam these goggles on Henry. All Roll right. for that. <laughs> Roll for that. Let's see. You've been shot in the foot. Uh, let's do, in order to jump up, gosh, 15 sound fair? <laughs> I want you to handle this one for me. Survey says uh, seven. Oh, you go to jump toward Henry. You do not. However, the goggles come off of your face. And you are holding a pair of McWender King's goggles. Ah. You are looking at these goggles, and as you look around, you realize you are not in a McWender King's, but you are surrounded by books. And in front of you is a confused girl with red hair asking if you are okay. <laughs> You've been screaming. A gentleman sits next to her, looking concerned, and saying, he kept call saying, call the cops. I'm not, I've just been reading. I'm okay, right? <laughs> and another businessman across from him says, yeah, sir, I think you're fine. I'm a lawyer. I don't think anything presses here. He's just insane. So you're holding what you realize is a haunted McWender King's VR headset. Oh. What would you like to do with it? You know, anybody want this? <laughs> and <laughs> suddenly, a man in a floral shirt runs up, takes the VR McWender King's headset from you that does work with any mobile device, and you realize that the pain is gone that you have been rolling around the floor in a bookstore surrounded by people browsing and going about their day who have sat down to watch the spectacle that is your fit of craziness. Ah. You look around and a few books catch your eye. A book of poems by Emily Dickinson. The Tales of Edgar Allan Poe. And Huckleberry Finn by Mr. Mark Twain. Ah. And you realize that all of these combined with the dark energy of the headset has caused the hallucinations that were Edgar, Emily, and Mark. Did Edgar Allan Poe punch numbers? <laughs> <laughs> no, and Mark Twain wasn't a 
sea captain. <laughs> he worked on boats, but he didn't sell things on the docks. Okay. So, Jonathan, you have somehow what? Walked out of the McWender Kings. However, you didn't get your food, so we can't count it as a win. So I guess the question is, did you have fun? Wait, it was the clerk pen. The clerk's been de dead for 20 years. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jonathan, did you have fun? Yeah, I got shot in the foot. <laughs> Audience, I'm going to need probably seven to ten of you to let me know your reaction. I don't want to blow out the mic. Did you have fun? Wow, that was exactly 7 to 10. That was cool. Good job. I, I thought everyone would chat out at once. So, I guess there is no lesson. We didn't learn anything. It was all in your head, buddy. Don't start fights with fishermen, apparently. If that's what you took away from this live show, man, yeah, you know what? Today's moral, don't pick fights with fishermen. I think that's a lesson we could all use. Okay, I'll set that. <laughs> so with that, Jonathan Youngblood, you have walked out of Ed McWender Kings, kind of. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Is there anything you'd like to say to the people, all the people, the stadium full of people, that I have made up for this joke for the last time before we wrap up? Should you call it, I, I really wanted to do wrestling moves on, on Mark. <laughs> and knowing it was Mark Twain just makes me want, want that to happen even more. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Thank you, everybody, for coming. That wraps up. You walk into a McWender Kings Live. Yeah. We appreciate y'all sticking with us through the madness. We appreciate Hootabomb yeah. Booksellers for allowing us this location, this wonderful stage, and this packed house full of people. <laughs> I said that was the last time I was making that joke. I lied. That is the last time I'm making that joke. So thank you all for coming out. Again, we have a couple of big prizes we'd like to give away. So... I gotta think of a fair way to do that. Otherwise, I think that's it. If you wanna check out you walk to McWender Kings, Jonathan, what can they do with those fancy cards in front of them? They can scan the QR code, and that has links to everything that we do. And you can kinda just like do that and go to all of our links, our YouTube, our SoundCloud, our friggin' social media. Although we need to post on like Twitter and Tumblr a lot more, but what we'll you call get it? better. Yeah, you can go to all those things and follow us. So yeah, do that. I want you to know that did not take the direction of a story that I thought it would. <laughs> the whole ghost gun thing—I don't know where that came from. <laughs> well, I mean, you're Mark, and you had to fight for your life a few times. I imagine after the second time, you start popping. I. Did not expect us to spend the last 20 minutes of this episode with you being shot. Not gonna lie. So, as always, we thank you for joining us on You Walking to McWender Kings. If you're watching this post-fact, come to the next live show. There will be a next live show. Location dates to come. Otherwise, thank you for watching. Be sure to tune in next time because you never know when you might know what's for dinner. Thank you. Yeah! <laughs>